0: The Brothers in Kayfabe, for over two seasons, the revolutionary force in brotherly Kayfabe entertainment. And
1: now, Pro Wrestling and Being a Good Brother present, The Brothers in Kayfabe. From the ringside return department, where my supreme edition Britt Baker is currently sitting due to a broken neck, I am one of the aforementioned brothers in Kfabe, El Higante, Kinzer, Jake Keel. And to my left tonight, in the StreamYard studio, is...
0: Mr. Raslin, Lena Bumgarner, as always, it is my great privilege, my great honor to be here live on the Brothers in Fe podcast. Jake, what a week it has been. Has it been a good week for you? Has it been a bad week for you?
1: It's been a good week. Um, I am done with work until Wednesday. Uh, by the time you are hearing this, I will be laid up with a lot of pain pills due to double knee surgery happening tomorrow morning. Um, just clearing out some arthritis, but, you know, if they do find anything worse in there, then obviously I'll be down a lot longer, but should be walking out of the hospital tomorrow. But we'll have a lot of pain, uh, pain pills, and uh, very droggy from the um anesthesia so yeah it's been a good week though uh been a really good week we've been uh just hanging out with mox and i'm done working from home um you know i go back to the office on wednesday amanda's still off work until uh november so mox is starting to smile and have a lot of a lot more uh expression so we're real excited you know it's been it's been a really great week
0: What about you, Landon? Good. Well, before I tell you about my week, I will tell you. At the time of this recording, it's October 2nd. This episode releases October 4th. If you're going in for surgery to get the arthritis cleaned up, you should be good just in time for, oh, I don't know, the Royal Rumble.
1: Yeah, I'll be good. I'll be good. I'll be the surprise 30th entrant. Cody's
0: 29. I come in and I throw him out right after
1: he enters and ruin all the smart marks, uh,
0: passion and, and love for the sport. So there you go. And then we'll do a media scrum, but on a much more positive note, my, I don't, I don't know anyone
1: who has a bank account with their mother. So, well, you know,
0: but your week, go ahead. There you (laughs) go. Well, my week, my week was good. Really good. Um, I did not share this on the pod last week because it was still under wraps, but I did announce... uh, Yeah, you didn't uh, even share it with me. Yeah. Hey. It's a hard business on families. When you work yourself so much over a work that you work yourself into a shoot, but it's not a shoot, it's really a work, so you work yourself into another work, which in that case is a shoot, but the truth is my wife and I are expecting our first child. We had... First ultrasound this past week, so things are very exciting. The lineage continues. I have someone to indoctrinate with a love of physical media and professional wrestling, and many other things. So we're we're super excited. We are about nine weeks along right now, yeah. so we've got a ways to go, but we are over the moon, ecstatic. You know, brothers we, in fabe. You know we're 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 grow, we're not just growing the pod, we're growing the pod families will. We will be able to take
1: both of our children who will be around the same age to wrestling shows together. It's going to be awesome. So, uh I I can't wait for um, Zelina Vega Bumgarner or Haystacks Calhoun, hey, Bumgarner. Haystacks
0: Dale Senior,
1: hey, Haystacks Dale Senior or I even I told Amanda it wouldn't surprise me if you had a one Randall Orton hey, bum garner the hey, first. I've been thinking about
0: it the last 20 years, okay? But <laughs> it has been middle has name been mixed. Middle name is not Brock, it's Barack. There he goes. <laughs> so hey, if my my goal as a parent is just to one day see my kid on Dark Side of the Ring saying, I know my dad loved me.
1: I know my dad loved me. He pointed a gun in my mouth, but I know he loved me. That's, um,
0: that's all I care. Sorry, about. we're getting dark already. We, we are. We. Hey, it, for those that
1: know us, we both have a dark sense of humor, and we do uh, the Von Eric uh, Kevin Von Eric's shoot interview about his dad and loving him. That's just one of my favorite things. So, um, before we get to our guests, we have a very special guest tonight. Um, trying to complete a trio tonight we'll have two of the three infinity stones in our gauntlet after tonight um got a few little plugs
0: to do real quick we'll start with landon's plugs yeah so i've mentioned this a lot hey get in before the holidays i am converting analog media so what that means is do you have home videos on vhs vhsc eight millimeter whatever it is, if you want to convert that to either like DVD or if you want it digitally so you can have it on your phone or computer, hit me up. I will take care of you, especially all you tape traders out there. Just, just share the wealth. All I ask is let me have a copy of any wrestling that you have, but let me hook you up. But also on the heels of that, I'm opening the vault, if you will, to the Mr. Raslin Wrestling Historian Archives. I thought this is fun. Um, Maybe some people like it. Maybe some people don't. But $25 will get you a virtual grab bag of digital copies of some stuff in my wrestling collection. Let me be clear. There is very little, like, WWE release footage, if that makes sense. Like, you're not going to, hey, here's, you know the best of 205 Live or the best of NXT Volume 1, stuff like that. This is like, hey, do you want some really out there bizarre stuff? Do you want some historical stuff? Do Do you want want some Caribbean blood matches? Hey, if you want that, I got that. If you're here because you're like, hey, can I get the best of the Cruiserweight Classic? This is not the place for that. This is just a simple, fun way for me to increase your wrestling collection. And you know, this is a fun way to kind of dip your toes into some other... Pro Wrestling categories that Maybe you wouldn't seek out on your own And uh, With that um, Hit
1: up Pro Wrestling Tees slash Kinzer Keel For the I'm a Kinzer Keel guy T-shirt New designs coming up this Week actually I've got them set to Release I will be showing those Off on my personal Instagram And the Kinzer Keel Facebook so keep A lookout for that
0: and Finally, go ahead, Landon. Where you? Gonna I was going to say, we need you to buy these shirts because for every shirt you buy, that is one arthritis that will be removed from Kinzer's knees. So
1: that is, Please. yeah, that that is true. That is true. So, um, November fifth and sixth, Rad Ocon, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Southern Hills uh, Marriott, I believe it's what it is. Uh, Rad Ocon, the Brothers and Fabe will be there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a little thing out there. Uh, a, a, I'm working with the promoter. We're going to have a few um, interviews that we're going to be able to do Ooh. of some big-time guests that are going to be there. Um, and I'm not going to say who's going to be interviewed because that's not, that's not done yet. But I will read off some of the people that are going to be there. Um, um, the Rock and Roll Express... Mm. The Rock and Roll is going to be there. Um, uh, Mr. Matt Cardona will be there. Uh, is advertised for a match with Mr. Franco Varga. Ooh, um, Franco. Who, Franco Varga, if y'all haven't seen Franco Varga, he's becoming one of the hottest free agents in wrestling right now. He's wrestling all over the world. So go go check out Franco Varga. And if you're in the Tulsa area, come to Rattocon.com. Come see Kinzer Keel at the Brothers and Cafe booth where I will be podcasting all day long with various wrestling personalities. Maybe a Mr. Sam Stackhouse. If you don't know Sam Stackhouse, go look him up. He's wrestled in GCW. He's wrestled all over Oklahoma, Texas, Kansas. He's all over the place. For such a big guy, it's amazing what he can do in the ring. Especially go watch his uh, match with Ninja Mac. It was absolutely chef's kiss. So, um, Con, be there and uh come come check us out. We'll have some merch, we'll have some big announcements going on. Uh possibly the biggest announcement that we're working on yet. So, we'll see you there. Landon, that ends our homework, our housekeeping for the day. We've got a very special guest. We do. We've had his podcast podcast co-host. And all of a sudden my TV decided to be very loud. You know, um, it's it's
0: officially October. So all the spooky stuff is going to happen now. Jim Ross and iron Sheik are on my,
1: uh, TV on the wrestling app. If you don't have the wrestling app, you know, I, I love the wrestling app. So
0: Uh, speaking of the iron Sheik, I did listen to an interview with him this week. It, It was a podcast. Um, from I want to say either 2011 2012 and you can just hear him flicking the lighter to light his crack pipe the entire time. Oh my god. <laughs> it's like so sad but also hilarious at the same time. It's so iron movie. chic
1: at the same time. Yeah. Um but we've had his podcast co-host one of the 3 members of the MWO Mr. Billy Peck was on the show and now we have got the second infinity stone of the major world order podcast infinity gauntlet. That is Husvar. Andrew Husvar. What's going on, dude?
2: What's up, guys? It's Husvar. And I'll give you one aka. AKA landon. You need to name your kid Husvar, Bomb Gutter.
1: <laughs> hey, you know? Hey, that's a good name. You can name you can name them
0: Hus. VAR
2: Bumgarner. Hey,
1: I'm
0: (laughs) just going to say this. If you don't have the IP rights to it, I'm going to snag them and then I'm going to sue you and your entire family for for the name of us. What is it? (laughs) She-Hulk? Yes, exactly. Watching She-Hulk? Landon, we haven't talked about this. I've not started it yet, but uh, former co-host, now current ghost of the show, Triple J, Jimmy Jackson, Gave me a good recommendation. So whenever, maybe, maybe those long drives to and from Canada, I may, I may play some catch up by then.
1: You might only have like one more episode left in the season. So it's, it's been really good. It's been really good. I I'm assuming how far you've watched she Hulk.
2: Yeah, I'm all caught up. I just watched the, uh, the newest one this past weekend.
1: It's everyone's been crapping on it for, you know, being too out there and I love it. It's been great.
2: I like it too. I mean, it's different. Um, you know, it's a different kind of like a uh, pacing uh, for the storyline and everything, but I feel like they're going to give us something huge, you know, at the end, I feel like it's all building up, you know? Oh yeah. To the, Oh end. yeah. It,
1: it definitely, it, Landon, don't go in thinking you're going to see superhero fights every single episode. Right, yeah. Like it, it's it, not your typical like, pace. Marvel. It's right. like if Ali McBeal was in yes. the Marvel Universe. Like, it's just, it's a lawyer show, and I love it. I love it for that.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and you get some, like, little, little uh, you know, surprises here and there with, you know, characters and, and little teases. So, um, I mean, everyone knows Wong has been in the show. Like, that's part of the marketing,
1: like you know, abomination. It's, it's been really fun. It's a, it's a really mm-hmm. fun show. That's, that's how I can put it. It's, it's been fun. It's fun. Exactly. So, Husvar, we, this has been a long time coming. We've been yes. asking you, we've been trying to get the whole MWO on, but, uh, now we've almost got all of you. <laughs> we, which, we just um, need a uh, Wyatt.
2: Which infinity so, stone am I?
1: <laughs> uh, what's your favorite color? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm just going to go with my favorite stone. I like the time stone. I have Agapone, there you go, baby. Dr. Strange. There you, there you go. go. There you go. Let's see that, the, you know,
1: Jake would probably be the power stone. Yeah. Because he's like the powerhouse of the group. What would Billy Peck be?
2: Uh, Mind. Mind. mind yeah. That's yeah. Good. That's a good that's choice. Good, Jake.
1: He would be the vision of the group. <laughs> yes. You Hopefully would be not the Dr.
0: Strange. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... You heard it here uh, my- first. RIP Billy Pick. <laughs> Let's get that training.
2: <laughs> I hope not. Well, he is on um, Billy, so it makes sense. I there mean, it, it does Part make sense.
1: <laughs> um, while we're on that subject, we want to, you know, I know that you said, you po- y'all you posted that Jake is is doing okay, that he's he's well. So we're just, you know, hoping that everything goes well. He's li- He lives in the middle of Florida, and everyone knows, like, that's, not a good place to be right now and uh.
2: he uh, he was saying uh he's very fortunate i guess the eye went right over them so that's why i think he avoided a lot of the the damage he could have gotten because you know you know the eyes nothing um but yeah he said he said his place is fine um you know a little bit of water coming in but nothing too crazy right um you know he said you know everyone's safe, and you know he still has a home, and just getting like internet and power back now. So That's thank good. God. You know we we got worried.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean we've all been thinking about him, and as, as well as all of our friends and bro- good brothers and good sisters out in uh, the in the middle of that storm. And oh yeah, so it's 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 good to finally hear from some of them and know like, hey, we're okay. Um, I I had a job interview get canceled this week because the recruiter lived in Florida so wow i she was like hey um i don't have phone service i can't call you for your interview and i was like yeah i understand <laughs> like, so but uh tell us a little bit about yourself andrew i mean i know do you want to be called andrew or do you want to be called husfar uh,
2: i know whatever, most people
1: just call you husfar but
2: whatever you want i mean i'm, I'm andrew okay. drew or husfar is fine with me <laughs> all right
1: husfar it is
2: all right. <laughs> as far
1: I mean, as far as how I've always referred to you. So like, sure. yeah. So, so tell us a little about yourself, you know, like where you're from and all that.
2: Sure. Uh, so I was actually, I was born in Australia, uh, a place called Caringbah, uh, which is like a suburb of Cindy. And then I left when I was about two years old. Um, my parents were on like a, like almost like a business trip, but they lived there for like five or six years or so. And oh, wow. then, you know, they were always from Connecticut. So I, you know, I grew up mainly in Connecticut and, uh. I've been in Connecticut ever since, you know, kind of little skirmishes of school in Rhode Island and stuff like that. But pretty much Connecticut is where I'm, you know, reigned from
1: learn something new every day. I had no yeah. clue
2: that you were born in Australia. That's,
1: that's so cool. No clue yeah, at all.
2: I, I mean, I don't have the accent, so it's definitely easy to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> I get that a lot going like, you know, I'm, I'm a single guy I go on dating websites and such. And, you know, I wrote, I'm, I was born in Australia and they're like, Oh, do you have an accent? And I'm like, <sighs> You know, the same old broken record. No. And then <laughs> <locked>. <laughs> you no.
1: they were like, oh, man, I'm really into guys with accents. And you're like, yeah. let's put another shrimp on the barbie.
2: Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sometimes when I say things just because I, I think I was, you know, grew up around people, you know, as a baby, um, sometimes words come out where it sounds yeah. a little like twang to it. But like, it's very rare. You know sense. all about twang from
1: Oklahoma.
0: Like we do all about twang. Jake, I once had somebody describe my southern vernacular, my dialect, as an Australian cowboy, and I was like, "What? what does that even I can, mean?" <laughs> I, I mean, I can see that. Like that. Yeah. That works.
1: You You've definitely got more of a southern accent between the two of us than
0: that I notice. So um, it's because I come from a lineage of. <laughs> No offense, Grandma Backwoods.
1: You know, you come Small from Scout, a linea-
0: lineage of great cowboys that were also in movies, so. You ever hear uh John Wayne? Oh, yeah. Hey, brother, you're seeing him work up in New York with Bruno back in the day? <laughs> so. <No. laughs> we We go off the rails on here no, half the
1: time. It. So, like, just me and Landon are very, like, the same in our humor and Land- landon has once quoted to me that he would be a, a juggalo if
0: not for being raised in church so 100%. <laughs> hey watching jeff hardy back in the day watching oh, yeah. backyard wrestling whoop, whoop.
2: <laughs> yeah you could do both you could be a juggalo <laughs> and go to church you know there, show you, up, go. there you go do it up
1: so we'll we'll just dive right in you you know you're from you're from Connecticut and everything Uh, what got you into wrestling
2: uh so pretty much like my my I'd say my family did uh mainly my oldest brother I have two older brothers um my um oldest brother Matt used to do like macho man impressions and you know I'd get a you know rise out of it and everything and then he'd have it on the TV when I cuz he lives I actually live my room now was his old room I still live at home and um he would have it on the TV and I would just be so enthralled by it and everything so then um as I got a little older you know kids in school were, you know watching it and I you know I was kind of starting to watch it on TV religiously it was the you know attitude era so you know stone cold was my guy um I actually this was my first ever meet and greet. At, so that's me. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that. cool. They did wow. the Polaroids and they signed the bottom. <gasps> that's, that's so, so cool. Me. So there's a little little Husvar and the man himself right there. <laughs> wow. Um, so my parents took me to that. And then um, we went to I believe it was a house show um, in Hartford because um, back in that day, You know, since Stanford is, you know, the Titan Towers in Stanford, like they (laughs) exclusively did shows in Connecticut and you know, not so much anymore. Now they do them more in Florida and and stuff like that. But um, so I you know, used to go to those and um, you know, my cousins used to do wrestling moves on me in the pool and you know in the (laughs) living room. So I, you know, I can't tell you how many times I got last righted into the (laughs) that's awesome. Um and then I just kind of you know, just had my favorites and I just watched his off as a kid. I had bone crunchers were my first, you know, figures. Um, so I'd play with those. And, and then some of the old San Francisco toy maker, um, WCW figures. Cause I, I liked Hogan, uh, NWO Hogan mainly. Um, I never got to watch too much of uh, face Hogan from WWF besides, you know, here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I, I pretty much just, Kept watching, you know, all the way up until like maybe middle school, then kind of fell off, you know, at that time, you know, girls kind of get in the way and, you know, it's not cool to like wrestling anymore. Oh, know? yeah. Um, and then I got back into it in college and uh, I had a buddy who was into it. and he's like, oh, I love wrestling. I'm like, yeah, I, I you know, I, I used to, too. And, you know, he started getting me back into it and everything. So that's how I kind of and it's been, you know, connected to it ever since. Do you remember? like your earliest memory of professional
0: wrestling like whether you stumbled upon it on tv that somebody talked about it and you're
2: like what is it do you remember oh man um that's tough i'm trying to go back into the memory banks Um, so
0: like i'll share mine i've said this before and i can't remember what came first but it was either I would, there was this kid's house I would go to sometimes and his mom would like babysit the both of us. Yeah. And one day he had um, a Toy Biz, Hogan and Sting, and he was just holding him above the table and drop him and they'd go through the table. <laughs> and I'd never seen toys do that. And I was like, I don't know what that is, but I need it. <laughs> and then I saw shortly around the same time, I saw like on the TV Guide channel, like an advertisement for ECW on pay-per-view. And it was just like barbed wire, steel chairs, tables. And I was like, dad, (laughs) I just saw people killing each other on TV. It was like, oh, that's just that fake wrestling crap. And I was like, no, it was real. I saw the blood. (laughs) So, like, for Um, me, that's my earliest memory of wrestling that I can think of. Not that I was like, oh, like, I'm going to start watching this. But it was like, that's completely different than everything else I've ever seen before.
2: Oh, yeah. Um, It had to have been, uh, I guess, um, flipping through and seeing like the pay-per-view channels and they would do like the preview for, you know, the next upcoming paper. Oh yeah. And, you know, I'd see, you know, guys like, you know, like stone cold and the rock and, you know, Shawn Michaels and everything. And, you know, they're being the shit out of each other doing those promo packages and everything. Um, so I, I, I'd say that was probably my earliest besides what my brother would have on the TV, but that was like, you know, very like quick. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me and you were kind of the same with like our earliest memories. Like I was flipping through the channels with my dad one day and Stone Cold was on TV and I was like, what is this? And he's like, that's fake wrestling and then changed the Mm. channel. And so like I remembered like the time and date that it was on and I was like, okay, so the next week I went and looked for it and there it was and I snuck it in every night because nobody we were not allowed to watch the fake wrestling in our house like that's (laughs) for for weirdos and i was like maybe i'm a weirdo like (laughs) because he he seemed pretty cool (laughs) he seemed pretty cool so your earliest like favorite was was stone cold or
2: probably you know Mm. macho man because you know my brother's impressions um, oh yeah um stone cold and then uh hollywood hogan not regular hogan hollywood hogan yeah um you know i did see some old you know uh face hogan and everything you know clips here and there um when my brother would watch but but mainly hollywood hogan was reigning at that time and i was like oh you know i didn't un- and at that time i was stupid i didn't understand you know heels and faces so i think at that time i still thought hogan was a good guy i was like oh he's just wearing black and white now he's more badass looking you know (laughs) little did i know he's like kicking people's asses in in the nwo (laughs) and jumping people and (laughs)
1: yes (laughs) yeah so uh you know okay you, you like those guys um now I do know that your favorite is not those guys, correct? Like you have an all-time favorite. Who's that all-time
2: favorite? Um, probably right now, probably Kenny Omega. Kenny okay, Omega is like probably my number one right now. Um, and then of course Matt and Brian.
1: Matt and Brian, yeah.
2: So what? Uh, what? What is it about Kenny Omega that drew you to him? Um. So. Uh, what? How I got? So I didn't start watching Kenny Omega like everyone else, like kind of in New Japan and and stuff like that. I got into him right before, or actually, yeah, right when AEW kind of started. And okay. so what happened was during the pandemic, you know, the AEW, the first AEW pay per view, All In, all that stuff, Double or Nothing, um, All Out was it All Out or All In? All In, All In was um, the first one. Was um those were coming out and, you know, I would go on the Facebook group and everything and see everyone like saying, oh, this is better than WWE. This is, you know, you got to watch this. It's like, you know, wrestling back in the day. um So I was like, oh, it can't be better than WWE. It can't be. And then during the pandemic, I had nothing else better to do. So I was like, let's start watching it. So I actually looked up a watch guide. And this on Reddit and the watch guide said to start with BTE because yeah. it leads into a storyline wise. So I started watching the ones that said to watch and then started, you know, got caught up on AEW and all the pay-per-views and I was hooked. And that's where I fell in love with Kenny Omega and, um, you know, his wrestling style and, you know, the one winged angel and the, the, um, the V triggers were incredible. And then so I I started going back and watching his old matches in New Japan and um you know when he was in, in the Indies Ring of Honor and everything like that and I just I fell in love with it even more. Yeah, I I remember like
1: there at the beginning of AEW if, before they really had the TV show you had to watch BTE to really understand what was going on in the pay-per-views cuz that was almost like their TV right, you know yeah. they were doing wrestling without wrestling <laughs> right right so um, 100% Kenny Kenny's probably one of my top 10 I mean he's insane like it's amazing what he can do in a ring um oh, yeah. have you ever have you ever gone back and watched I think it's Wrestle Kingdom 10 with Okada with the very first Okada match.
2: Yes. I um I I didn't get to watch all three yet because the the New Japan app has been hell for me to to access. Yeah. Um but I did watch that first one where you did the Terminator entrance. Oh my gosh. I loved that. <laughs> I remember when that first happened
1: like I went into YouTube and found the entrance and I would watch the entrance almost on loop just because I was I was so Enthralled with that dude, and that that was like my first like real taste of Kenny Omega. So, i I think for my bachelor party, Landon, <laughs> with you guys, did we watch all out?
0: Yes, we we got together and we watched. We watched all in, and we want like the all buy in. in and everything. I meant all yeah. in, yeah. And
1: uh, he's such an incredible wrestler. I can understand like why he's one of your favorites, but like. <laughs> So those are your your favorites now. Who's your all time favorite wrestler?
2: Ooh, ooh, that's that's really hard. Um, I like so many. If you guys know me, I'm so indecisive <laughs> on anything. Like I can't, <laughs> you know, I can't decide. Um, let's see. Of all time, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna probably go with Macho Man. I mean, okay. He solid just, answer.
0: Solid answer. Hey. Thank you.
2: I just like the way his promos were like on the, how he was on the mic. He can act, you know, the, that, um, the bionic elbow, he would do it. The, the elbow drop he would do for mm. his finisher. Oh, man. Um, you know, just, he was so good in the ring and like, just all around. Like, you know, I, I can't think of wrestling without thinking of him, you know,
1: he is that guy that a lot of people will go to. Like there's, probably i would say probably four people that if you talk about wrestling they would name like one of four people and it's like hulk hogan stone cold the rock macho man randy savage just because yeah of of his style like i used to joke with landon that i wanted to get a job at a radio station <laughs> so that I could do the morning weather report as macho man, Randy yes. Savage <laughs> yes. was like, and on there, Oh yeah. You know, it's going to be a little partly cloudy this week uh, with the highest 62 and it to dig it, you know, like just get really. And then like every morning, just cut a promo and Hulk Hogan being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> um, but like more recently, like I've always loved him. But, like, The Rock, I don't know why. I'm just, like, he's, like, growing on me way more than he ever has. Like, I've always been a fan of him. But, like, I don't know why now. I just, I I think I appreciate him a lot more than I did as a kid. Because I was a Stone Cold fan. So, of course, The Rock was his rival. So, as a kid, you're like, oh, I hate him. You know, he's not, you know, he's going against my guy. But. Like now, like going back and watching stuff, I'm like, I appreciate him so much more than I, sh- you know, I should have as a kid. And just like his promos and the way he wrestles, the 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 the, the flair he puts onto oh, yeah. his moves, not you know, no relation to Ric Flair, um, but <laughs> you know that just like I think I watched a video the other day It was like the smoothest, um, um, people's elbow, oh, and it was like he slit, he like glided, and then I was like. No one can do that. No.
0: Like, Like, even even early stages of The Rock, like, just splitting from the nation of domination, like, his confidence in, like, his charisma is unmatched, where even then, it's like, okay, like, he's not the most electrifying man in sports entertainment at this time. But I kind of believe that he's headed that direction, and then, you know, you get into full-blown 97 98 and it's like okay like he's the man and it's just like like you said with that people's elbow like if anybody else tried to do that it would not look anywhere near as smooth and it's just mind-blowing and how crazy is it
1: that the rocks in ring like full-time career like six years like
2: yeah. if you
1: come to it's like 96 to 02 yeah yeah How, that is amazing to me. Like, so he's, he's one of my all time. I, he's, we always do the, the wrestling, um, Mount Rushmore and Mm -hmm. it's always a rotating list, but like, there are two guys that are always on that and that's stone cold and the rock, like just because their impact beyond wrestling to bring eyes to the product is, is unmatched it's Absolutely. it's it's insane so so now that we know that you love the rock what is your favorite bad rock movie oh, <laughs> Man. <laughs> and why um, is it the tooth fairy the
2: tooth fairy hey. to be honest i haven't watched <laughs> tooth fairy um,
1: you need to i mean bad movie <laughs> uh, no it can be any of his movies <laughs> i I, I, there was just all those movies there right at the beginning of his career that it was like, what is this guy doing? Go back to wrestling, you know.
2: So, uh, maybe Rampage for bad movies. (laughs) There
1: you go. I I haven't seen Rampage yet. I need to watch that because I love that video game.
2: I loved playing, I I loved playing the one on N64, and then I went back and played the original. But yeah, it's like eh, they tried their best to relate it to the game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, some things. They just don't translate as well to, to that format. Like there's all the rumors of like the, the Chris Pratt super Mario movie. And it's like, I don't man. I don't know how you pull off a good Mario movie.
1: <laughs> so speaking of that, and the, I don't think there's any wrestling ties to it. I need to go check the cast, but if you haven't seen it, there's this movie on Netflix that just came out and it really didn't get much fanfare but it was a Judd Apatow movie, which surprised me called the bubble. Mm -hmm. And it's a movie about these people trying to make a big budget action movie during the pandemic. And it's about them all being stuck in the bubble at this hotel. Uh. And like, okay, we're going to start shooting tomorrow, and they shoot for six hours. Oh, someone (laughs) tested positive. We have to all go back in the bubble, and everyone's slowly (laughs) going insane. And the director of it is uh, Fred Armisen from SNL, like the director in the movie. And he's like, guys, it's going to be okay. I I got another job. I'm going to be directing the movie based on Skittles. So like... (laughs) Like that's just kind of where hey, I mean, where movies are going. Like that just made me think of that. It it was it was a very it was a very random movie. And like I've been at home for a month, not doing really anything, so I've watched random stuff. But it's got the cast was amazing. It's got Karen Gillian, Fred Armisen, David Duchovny, um, Keegan Michael Key, Leslie Mann, Kate McKinnon, and Pedro Pascal. <laughs>
2: Wow, And it, on, it was heard.
1: It was the weirdest. Oh and Peter Serafinowitz, Which wow. is one of my favorite actors of all time Because he's just so Sland yes. and but hilarious at the same time <laughs> But they're trying to make like It's like uh, Cliff Beasts 6 And everyone's like We have to make this movie Because then everyone will feel better about their lives And then they just continue to get sick And like slowly all go insane and like they hire a security team and to that like is using way too much force to keep them in this hotel like it's it's hilarious but um, the rock the rock so if you have to pick like one rock match that you would go back and watch at any time what would that match be
2: oh god um what was it it was was it 14 where he was with Stone Cold. I forget which WrestleMania. Fifteen was, was the 15. first one. Fifteen. I I, I want to say like fifteen. Um, just because it was their first kind of like big pay-per-view like okay. match, I guess. Yeah. Um, no, like
0: out of the trilogy, everybody like forgets about that one.
2: Yeah,
1: everyone always says 18 and was it 17 and 18? Se- 17 and 19. 19. Like we've had multiple people say that they love because we we ask that question anytime someone says Stone Cold or The Rock because it ends up being almost the same answer yeah. all the time. Oh, really? <laughs> but like everyone's always like seventeen or nineteen. So so, what do you like about that first one, the the WrestleMania fifteen so much?
2: Fifteen. Um, just like I said, it was like the first kind of like time that you know they and like pay-per-view wise you know it was so big you know getting in a big stadium with the crowd just hearing the crowd just like you know kind of be torn between the two sides um but i mean i remember hearing you know rocky sucks rocky sucks and then you know people you know going to get stone cold so just kind of feeling that heat you know i loved it and just like just their um their work ethic that they both put in it's like you know clash of the titans essentially going against each other so i mean really any of their matches you know that's what i love that aspect about it they're just great workers
1: so i want to i want to pivot this a little bit um you're a big action figure guy we can see some of your detoffs behind you what really got you into into collecting
2: collecting just as as a kid I've always been into collecting my dad kind of got me into it um it started mainly with power of the force um figures uh you know the 1997 star wars figures just cuz I was a big star wars kid yeah. and um and then they would always for christmas I get superhero figures and everything so um you know it I started with that and I was like oh I have to you know I'd watch all the cartoons I'd be like oh I need that guy I need that guy I need that guy to you know for my little federation or whatever but, um, it, you know, it started with mainly the power of the force, just going to stores like Toys R Us, FAO Shorts in New York and, you know, camping out for the new series and everything because people were going crazy for them. But yeah. it kind of grew from that. And then I just kept collecting and buying them like pretty much my whole life, um, you know, whether it was, um, like I said, superheroes like movie figures, uh, wrestling, you know, of course is included. Um, but yeah, so it's it pretty much started there.
1: So what would besides wrestling, what would be like your, your favorite thing to collect right now?
2: Um, besides wrestling, probably like movie figures. Um, I've been doing like the, um, the DC multiverse figures, yeah. like, a you know, the suicide squad ones, the justice league ones, um, the yeah. black Adam ones, um I, I really like the detail on those. Um and then NECA, the NECA figures just because there's a vast, you know, bunch of characters that you can get. And you know, I love horror movies, so they have a lot of horror and sci-fi movie characters I could get from those. Oh, we could talk all day then. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My I, I just bought uh
1: like a couple months ago the uh NECA Halloween kills uh Michael Myers with yeah. I wanted it number 1 because I didn't have a good Michael Myers but also it had that light tube and I was like I have to have that light tube for for my wrestling collection like yes, it instantly dude. went on a custom of <laughs> Matt Cardona that I had so
2: um that one's really cool uh, that one after you know seeing the with the new movie coming out I definitely probably going to have to add it to my collection um the Halloween 2 is my favorite mm. with the, oh, the yeah. little scalpel and everything. See, that's actually the other one
1: that I had, but it was one of them. You know, they have like the little subset where they all have fabric clothing and it's almost, it's not mm-hmm. like Amigo, but it's almost it's close to that territory. Yeah. yeah. I have that one from Halloween too. And I love that figure, but I have uh, like the ultimate uh, Jason Voorhees, Yeah. And I was like, I need a Michael Myers to go next to him. Like it, I they looked weird because they were out of scale next to each other. And so I had to get and I then I saw that one. I'm like, oh, that's that's the one. So but the the Halloween two one's really good, especially with the uh the bleeding eyes mask.
2: Yes, yep. Um the reanimator <laughs> one's my favorite, and I have the John Nada from um They live uh, in the retro style and I I definitely need some of those Jason's (laughs) that that John Nada is a great figure. It is like even the um, the Mattel one is pretty cool, but I wish he came with like the shotgun. I I get why. But I have to pull one from another figure and put it on. Yeah, I have
1: I have that one. I don't have the, the NECA one. I. I didn't pull the trigger and then I never saw it again, like in stores. And I was like, okay, that's the universe going, Hey, you don't need it. Like entertainment earth. And then, (laughs) and and then the, and then the uh, Mattel one came out. I was like, Oh great. I can put this, like, I've got a couple movie customs on my shelf. So I was like, Oh, I'll just put this over there. Like when, when the rock first appeared in the fast and furious movies, I made a custom rock. In Mattel form with, like, the, the shield vest and, like... Oh, cool. Uh, I think I combined, like, the uppers of a, a rock, like, with the dress pants, but gave them, like, the shield lower uh, legs so that it all, f- all fit perfectly, but... <laughs> in fact i think i used i may have used a roman reigns for that i was gonna
2: say did you use a shield figure (laughs) yeah
1: i think i used the roman reigns like for everything (laughs) and then torso swapped it so he had the nice samoan tat like perfect tat but so you you love the the neca the neca stuff the the
2: reanimator that was that was a
1: deep cut i love that
2: (laughs) oh dude i i actually just met him um a couple weeks ago at a convention by me um jeffrey combs and i met barbara crampton that's so cool and i got him to sign i got an extra retro figure and had him sign and he he had the paint pen with the you know the glowing green oh Oh. man dude you're
1: gonna have to send us a picture of that that probably looks phenomenal man
0: absolutely jake we need to go to the okc horror con next year yeah we do i Mm want to get yeah i really want to meet um
1: James Jude Courtney and get one of the new Halloween like in red like paint pen on there. Mm. I think it would just either that or like a
0: nice, nice like pumpkin orange color. I was about to say like a nice orange would pop, man. Oh, it would pop so much, but man, I look at those the NECA season of the witch three pack every time I see it. Oh, man, it looks so good. (sighs) That's Make so
1: we're we're on the horror deal. I've got to know, like, what is your everyone? Every horror fan has like that warm blanket horror movie that you could just pop on at any time and just Ooh, even yeah. if you're just around the house, like, not even paying full attention to.
2: What would that be for you? Any of the um the Phantasm movies? Really, that's my. Favorite. That's a yes. cool, That's a cool <laughs> answer. Hey,
0: shout out to the tall man from yeah. Phantasm.
2: I um I met Reggie Bannister at San, G- San Diego Comic Con a couple years ago, and I asked him, um, I was like, so like what, like what does it all mean? Like, cause I, you know, Ravager was coming out, and I was like, what does it all mean? He's like, he told me, he's like, to be honest, he's like, each movie was supposed to be the last one. We just <laughs> kept, you know, adding more and more to it, so it's like they're all supposed to be like that's what happens, you know? So I never really got an answer, but you know, I, I understand it.
0: Okay. Man, Go ahead, Landon. I was going to say the, the first time I watched, uh, the first phantasm, man, it was like late at night. I was with some friends it was just like a fever dream just watching everything unfold. And I was just so captivated and I was like, I, I told my buddy, I was like, man, like we, well, we got to watch Phantasm two now because I got to see what happens. Yeah. And he's like, well, they're not super linear. I was like, but, but I have so many questions I need to be answered. Like, what what about the little Jawa looking guys walking through the portal? Like, what, what's,
2: what's going on there? <laughs> right. Yeah, the second one was the first one I ever saw. And then, you know, it went back and watched them all and I was hooked. <laughs> My- Dude, it's, I, that's just like one of those
0: things like i didn't know those movies existed until i sat down and watched the first one that night and then i was like man i've been there's just a whole world of stuff like that that yeah is under the radar
2: but it shouldn't be and then i i, I watched uh bubba hotep after knowing you know Glenn oh, oh I, wrote it I want to watch Bubba
1: Ho. I've never seen Bubba Hotep, but I hear I hear about it all the time. And then it's one of those that like, as soon as I hear about it, like a day later, it's gone out of my brain and I forget to go watch it. Watch but it like, I've probably... heard
2: how good it is. Yeah. You know, Elvis didn't really die. He's rotting away in a, uh, a fun- uh, not a funeral home, uh, like an old um, person's home and, uh, you know, just trying to <laughs> get through being old, <laughs> isn't it? Isn't it
1: like he ends up fighting vampires or something? Like,
2: the that was a sequel that I don't think it ever got made, if I'm not mistaken. It was called Bubba Nosferatu, it was supposed to be called. I don't think it ever got made, but the, the first one is a mummy, Bubba Hotel. Mummy, mummy. That's right. Yeah, it's a mummy. I, my mind has always
1: been. Randomly enough, one of the worst ones, Halloween Four. Yeah, because hey, but it slaps though. I love, I love the Jamie Lloyd like two movies for some reason, and it's mainly because like the first one I ever saw was Halloween Four, so it's always just been kind of like, oh well, that's Michael Myers to me. But like, of course, the first two are masterpieces. Like, number two's not as good as number one, but. I, I've i always been a big slasher guy. So like Halloween and Friday the 13th are both my, my favorite, favorite series. Jason X, baby. Jason yeah, X baby. was the first one I ever saw.
0: I've and always was, pitched that I want a Halloween <laughs> X. Halloween,
1: Halloween X, there X. almost was. <laughs> I watched a YouTube really? video the other day. There almost was a pitch that John Carpenter gave that the only way he would come back to the Halloween series was if they let him do Halloween on the international space station. Oh,
0: and I was like, that would be insane. Inject it into my veins.
1: So Landon, you know, this a couple (laughs) years ago, I went and rewatched the entire Friday, the 13th series and including some of them that I'd never seen before. Like, Jason goes to hell, which has now become one of my favorite ones because it's so, it's so out different. there. It's, <laughs> it's so crazy. They're like, Yeah, of course. He's got the curse of the Voorhees family. And like, it's always been that way, don't you know? Like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it the stuff with like the family too, the bloodline. Oh, yeah. The bloodline only can be killed by a Voorhees, except for like the seven times that he's been killed already. <laughs> but <laughs> um But then I'm watching Jason X and I'm like, oh, I remember loving this movie. And then watching I'm like, this is horrible. This is so bad. But um, (laughs) two things stuck out to me. And one of them is my favorite kill of the entire series. And it's where he uh, dumps her in the liquid nitrogen
2: Um, and then
1: just smashes her head on on the counter. I'm like, that's so inventive and like something you don't see in anything else. But uh, sleeping bag in part seven, part oh, seven dude, is my the, favorite. The sleeping bag in part seven, and then in the reboot, like, yeah, there that's such a good kill. Um, but then a random David Cronenberg yes. at the beginning of Jason X, like, <laughs> just pops <laughs> up. Why is he there? Apparently, he knew someone that worked on the film and was like, Yeah, I'll be there. Like, I'll oh, come on the he's like, as long as I get killed oh my god (laughs)
2: okay okay (laughs) but absolutely (laughs) i forgot about that (laughs) shit but like
1: i love i love watching these movies and then like hearing the backstory of how some of them get made because some of them it was just like yeah we literally just ripped this off or you (laughs) know like friday the 13th was literally made because they need they wanted to make their own halloween yeah
2: (laughs) Friday the 13th is my favorite, like, mainstream slasher, like, series. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll call it that. Mainstream slasher series um, out of, like, you know, the Leather Faces, the Freddies, Right. The, um, the, the ones that everyone knows. Yeah. So, like, definitely Friday the 13th are definitely my favorites, too. But then, you know, I like all, like, the little one, you know, like it's said, Phantasm and stuff like that. Um, you guys' favorites, is, would you say, is Friday the 13th?
0: I would say my favorite, like mainstream one, mm-hmm. uh, would be Halloween. Okay. I just, like, I, I, and I think that's because I'm such a mark that, like, knowing that's where Undertaker and Kane got the inspiration for so much of their stuff, like, especially the sit up. Like, I can't watch Halloween and watch Michael Myers not sit up and just imagine, gong. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm a Friday the 13th guy. There you go. Like, <laughs> Yes. Oddly enough, so out of like all the Friday the 13th, um, the first one I ever saw was Freddy versus Jason. Oh, wow. Okay. And I was just like, man, like if this because kids were talking about it at school, you know, what What was that? Oh, two, oh, three. Yeah, everybody came out O2. everybody's talking about how insane it is. And I want it came on like Spike TV or something and i was watching it and i was just like man like if this one's this great like i need to watch all the rest <laughs> only to find out they were only to find
1: out you're very disappointed whenever <laughs> yeah. you watch the other ones
2: yes i like I, I forced my brother to take me to see it in the theaters <laughs> yes
1: the first the first horror movie i ever saw in theaters was friday the 13th reboot like that was the first rated r movie that i went after i became legal like because <laughs> that was that came out my senior year of high school and i remember almost my entire like graduating class was at the movie theater that night <laughs> seeing this movie of course and i remember going to my mom and being like hey i'm going to go see friday the 13th and she's like
2: oh that's fun
1: i went and saw the original one in 1980 and scared the crap out of my out of your aunt vicky and i'm like that sounds about <laughs> right like that's perfect <laughs> but that he's probably my favorite mainstream slasher. I'm trying to think of like a good one that I, I really like. I really like the whole Dawn of the dead series, like the night of the living dead and
2: day of the baby
1: (laughs) day of the dead. Um, I love return of the living dead. Mm. Like how they're Mm. so bad. They're so bad, but they're so great. Like they, yeah. they, in, they really invented like all of the stereotypes for zombies, like the brains and all of that. But I was just telling Landon the other day, I rewatched <laughs> the, uh, remake of Dawn of the dead. That movie holds up big time
2: with well, the Zack and, Snyder one.
1: Yeah. The Zack Snyder yeah. one with Ving Rhames and, yeah. uh, it has, uh. It never fails to pop me, but it has uh, the um, Down with the Sickness cover by Richard Cheese, the lounge mm. singer. And it like every time I hear it, I just start cracking up laughing because it's so great. And it, it's so perfect for that movie, but it it holds up. I'm I was surprised that it held up because I was like, I remember this being like a lot of people didn't like it, but. Other people were like, "Oh, it's the greatest zombie movie ever made."
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. But that's all I hear.
1: <laughs> that yeah. I mean, that's great. So, so we we've covered a lot of ground here. Landed? Did you did you give your warm blanket re- recommendation um, for the Halloween movie, and then we'll move so, on? Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it, it's or kind a of like movie. A twofold. Yeah, it's kind of a twofold. Well, not twofold. There's there are two fighting for that spot. It would either be like the original Halloween. Just because that's one, like as soon as I finish it, it's like, all right, like let's rewind and start it again. But I also really, really like it. Follows,
2: yes, oh
0: yeah, like I just
2: uh, watch it for the first time,
0: man. It it is so good. I wrote a a paper over it in college, and wow, <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like it's so different from a lot of other horror movies and just, like, listening to the director talk about, like, hey, like, there's a lot of things that seem like inconsistencies. Why are they there? And he's like, to make you uncomfortable because you recognize that things aren't, like, even in uniform. It's like... Yeah. That's genius, Mm -hmm. like... So, probably those two, like, those are... So, now that it's October... Yeah. Like, those will definitely be watched within the next week. Yeah.
1: So... One last horror question and then I'll we'll move on and kind yeah. of start wrapping this up. You being a big horror fan, how many times have you seen Troll Two? Oh
2: my god, actually like three times. Oh go. dude,
1: I used to watch it almost constantly when it was on Netflix because it's just such a bad movie that you can turn <laughs> it on and I just think, enjoy.
2: I think oh I watched my god. Oh my
0: god.
1: <laughs> they're killing they're, her.
0: <laughs> then gonna they're gonna kill, kill me
1: <laughs> as the the fly is like
2: on, <laughs> his, on his eyeball. His eyeball. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I've watched I've watched it like officially like once, and then I've watched the um there's this guy in YouTube um who used to um like watch movies and uh real time and commentate over them about how bad oh, yeah. they were. And uh, I think I've, I've watched that guy do it like several times. So I, I count that as viewing the movie. Well, you know?
1: <laughs> That's what you're doing the entire time while watching this movie. So yeah. I remember people just being like, Hey, you, if you like scary movies, you got to see troll Two, And like completely no selling it to me. And then I'm watching <laughs> it. I'm like, Oh, now I know why they wanted me to watch this movie. Like, but yeah, that I, I love that. I've I love where horror's been here the last few years because it's horror's had like a big
0: resurgence in the last decade or so. Well, it's and- like you have you have the two extremes of you've just got like really well done like jump scare thriller and then you have like deeply like traumatic disturbing like a 24 horror oh, dude. like
2: oh my god like oh.
0: I'm still messed up from Midsommar it's like yeah man. Like, oh bro I can't I, can't, I can never watch <laughs> that movie again no no I watched um, that after driving for 23 hours straight it's like bro and it was just like
2: cake like <laughs> <high>. <laughs>
0: yeah
2: I
1: I do have to say there's there's you brought up a 24. I think this is an a 24 movie, but I really want to see, uh, X and Pearl.
2: Yes. Mm.
1: I've heard how great they are. And I'm like, I have to see these movies. And then apparently they're making a third. Yeah. Um, called Maxine. Yeah. Max triple X Um, but yeah, like I just had to throw that in there because, It look they look so good, and I've heard nothing but good things from them. So for
2: sure. Yeah.
0: So to so to take all this back to wrestling, (laughs) like this is why I love New Jack so much because every one of his matches (laughs) is like a real life slasher film. Yeah. Like you're just gonna watch him like mutilate somebody, and it's like I shouldn't enjoy this, but also it's wrestling, so I'm going to enjoy Landon has the (laughs) uncanny ability to bring everything back to wrestling. I love hey it. you you want to watch like un- <laughs> like if you sit through like uh like a slasher film and you're like unfazed by the gore like check out czw and like the <laughs> tournament of death or like this one like gives me chills and it it popped an impact p- reposted it yesterday mm-hmm. reminding people of the hair versus hair match. That Raven and Shane Douglas had in like 04 and Raven loses, and it's referred to as the scalping of Raven oh, because geez. they're using like industrial clippers without a guard. And so every time they're like shaving his hair, like it's just a new streak of red, a new streak of red. And like by the end of it, it's like it's like Matt Cardona after gcw homecoming like yes it's like man like i didn't know watching someone get a haircut with a pair of clippers could be so unnerving is that <laughs> i i remembered the like low
1: low rent low budget one that i was trying to think of um that is like my favorite is sleepaway camp yes yeah. that is one of the like it's such a it's not a good horror movie. Like, it's just a really knockoff slasher, and then you get the end.
2: Yeah, the end is what...
1: I'm it. not going to ruin it for everybody who hasn't seen Sleepaway Camp. you haven't Camp, seen but it, you need to watch, watch
2: Sleepaway Camp if you haven't. Have Have you watched the sequels?
1: <clears throat> I've seen one of them, but I can never remember which you, one I, I've seen.
2: You know who plays uh, Angela in the sequels? No bruce springsteen's sister whoa that's right i forgot about that i just thought it was always so absurd like i like it's like mind-blowing to me i'm like it's just bruce springsteen's sister just there (laughs) (laughs) playing playing a
1: uh trans person like it's murder yeah it's a (laughs) it's not like it's not very PC. We'll just put it that way, <laughs> but you know, it's typical bad eighties knockoff horror. And then like they had one really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's the reason it's still, you know, talked about. So that Great. that's awesome. But well, now that we're back on wrestling, we, we always do this as we, we head out of the, you know, the talk and everything. hmm if you have one match that you recommend to someone right now to watch, we call it the brother's homework. If you want, what is one match that if you had
0: to recommend to somebody, who would that be? And it's not necessarily like, this is my favorite match. This is the greatest match. This is just like, Hey, if you've never seen this, you should go watch this.
2: Um, Oh man. Like
1: one week, I I stumbled upon a UWF, like Herb Abrams match that I was like, everyone has to see this. So, like,
2: (laughs) I'm going to say, I mean, this is going to probably stay on brand a little bit. But I'm going to say Matt's uh, Matt Cardona's GCW homecoming Mm -hmm. match Mm. um, just because, like, for me, it, like, changed my perception of him. Oh, yeah. With. With how I, I mean, I I've did always, a lot of people, yeah. I mean, I've you know, I've always been a fan of him, but like, you know, he was always the, you know, the woo 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 guy, he was always you know, the broski and everything. And then he gets fired, and then you know, he's trying to find his bearings. You know, he's he did his cup of coffee on AEW, he did um, you know, a couple of things here and there, but then he did that. And I remember so many people being like, oh, he's not going to go through with it. Oh, like he's he's not going to um, they're not going to have any blood or like they're not He's get cut during the match. And he did it all. And I mean, with all those bottles being thrown in the ring, I think is a indicator of how he changed kind of wrestling, you know, perception. Um, I was there live. So for me, I, like, I felt it there live, you know. So we both have a funny
1: story about it. And we actually have a vlog about that night oh, wow. because we had completely different plans for that night. We were going hmm. to a local wrestling show that was supposed to have Sabu wrestling. We get there and they were like, he has not been cleared by the state wrestling commission. Um, so Sabu is going to be standing at his merch table the rest of the night. And we were like, Ooh. okay, um, let's go home and
0: rent the GCW pay-per-view. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> and- I will say I did get an ECW DVD signed by Sabu. So,
2: oh, awesome. It wasn't a was a worth- loss.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was the, it was worth the, what the $5, $10 to get into the show. <laughs> and
1: it was so funny because he's still in full garb, but like in a hooded sweatshirt and he had his mask on. So like,
0: yeah, like was huge like, ba- like bandana for COVID.
1: And it was Kid. like, it was like, is it really Sabu Or <laughs> is it just some guy that they found on the side of the road
0: that was like, yeah, I can do that for you. Like, <laughs> Cause part of me was like, man, like his, pr- like his prices were incredible. Like, I think it was $10 to get the DVD signed. And I was like, man, like I kind of want to get a picture with him. And then I saw like how like you know, full bandana, like all this stuff, and I was like, eh. And I don't want my only picture of Sabu to be like, hey, it's COVID. We've got super masks on. You can't t- you have to zoom into his eyes to see if it's really Sabu. But we we ended up watching GCW Homecoming that night. And then we were like.
1: Shocked, as was everyone else, but we were it there were so many what the fucks that
0: night. Yeah. Like, hey, <laughs> two cold Scorpio was incredible that night.
2: Oh yeah. That um that match with like the like the Lincoln logs of uh so if that's of light it. tubes of light tubes. Oh my gosh. And I remember uh the the eye-opening moment because that was my first ever GCW show. The eye-opening moment Mine for too. me was when um, that was like they had the light tubes taped to the um, to the ring ropes. And I remember seeing like the front two rows of people just move out of the way in a wave as a wave of glass just pours out into the crowd. Ugh. I was like, what?
1: That was that was the first time I'd ever watched a GCW show. And you can ask Landon, I am not really a death match guy, which is funny that my favorite wrestler Right now is John Moxley. Like <laughs> the guy who bleeds every single he goes
0: in a headlock and bleeds. The, right? This but, is what I what like I said earlier, like there's people that'll watch Slashers on face, and it's like, okay, go watch a death yeah. match. How yeah. how I can watch Michael Myers kill so many
1: teenagers, <laughs> but then see Nick Gage slice his own head open, and I'm like, Ugh. Don't really want to watch this, but right. Um, it kind of that oh, that night kind of changed my mind about deathmatch wrestling, and like I'm able to watch some of it <laughs> now. Yeah, Landon over there would wander, watch baby literally has a DVD that's entitled like the Caribbean's bloodiest matches, <laughs> and it's all like Bruiser
0: Brody tearing yes. his his I'm gonna, I'm gonna get open. it. Because Husfar, I want you to see. It looks like a snuff film. Like yeah, the cover. I'm down. <laughs> the, the cover
1: is horrible. Hey, one of our one of our good buddies, a guy named Johnny Cove, got him this DVD off Etsy. Like, and somebody that just puts these together.
0: I uh, so <laughs> I got I got this in the mail for my birthday. Uh, good brother of the show sent it to me, and I opened it up, and I did not know how to <laughs> how to process this like. Oh my god, it's the, a guy biting another dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna name the title uh, of the movie because I don't want us to like get censored or, or taken off, but there's a very notorious uh horror movie about cannibals that you know, people okay. thought was either real or not real. And I was like, is did someone send me the wrestling equivalent of this? But
2: <laughs> here we go. I love that so i were, love oh go ahead go ahead i'm i you. love that it's in an xbox oh yes, yeah 100 <laughs> what uh, were you gonna
1: say thus far
2: what's that what were you gonna say oh i so are you a um landon are you a big uh bootleg dvd kind of guy more bootleg vhs, VHS um, okay
0: so like my thing is i have The last couple of years, I've been doing my best to collect stuff like this, mainly to have digitally. But now, so like I started like just as a hobby. Yeah, (laughs) like right before Christmas. And I can say this because Matt, Brian and Mark aren't going to listen to the pod. So like for Christmas, I made Jake a bootleg VHS of FWF1. Wow. and so like I make a lot of bootleg VHss just because I, there's something like I just love the way they look I want to make like homemade wrestling ones and stuff like that so to answer yeah. your question kind of here and
2: there okay
0: like he would get a DVD
2: but he would rather have it on VHS yeah I um I reason I asked is because I I just started um because I wanted to go back and watch ECW from the beginning. So I found yeah, oh yeah. So I found a guy in the in the pod group who actually had them all that he converted onto DVD. And I bought the first year, which I think was like 1994, three or four. 93. 93.
0: 90, well, 93, there's like a couple of dates and then ninety-four is the first full year.
2: Yes. So it's like literally in like a high school gym mm-hmm. and like I, I and Sandman is like a surfer. The surfer.
0: Yeah, Terry yeah. Funk, man. Yes.
2: And I love it. So I have yet to get the next years because he does about 40 a set for Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. So um, like that's my goal is to get all of ECW and watch it from the beginning.
0: So one of, one of my proudest moments is I, I wanted the same thing, but I knew how expensive like the Blu-rays were. Yeah. And so I found a couple of people with like Google drives where they basically sell the Google drive loaded Oh. And so bought all of the original broadcasts of ECW like that. Everything up until they get the TNN deal, I don't have that yet, and I don't have all the pay per views uncensored yet. But like all the TV, and so like part at like at some point, I'm sure I'm going to burn DVDs of it or Blu rays of it because I don't have the space to <laughs> do VHS tapes of of
2: right. ECW.
0: But that's like one of one of the reasons I love it so much is because it's like, Hey, like you can't watch it. You can watch the matches on the network and they're fine, but it, it's like watching, going back and watching like old Hulk Hogan matches. And like, you would never know Hulk Hogan came out to voodoo child. Like right. he has only used real American as his theme song. Even a WCW only uses real American. <laughs> and it's like, it doesn't change the quality of the match, but it changes the experience a little bit. And so being able to go back and get that stuff and like, enjoy it how it originally was, if that makes sense. Well,
1: who, who wants to watch Sandman wrestle without hearing enter Sandman? Oh, easily. Right. I I don't. (laughs) That's the whole appeal is hearing enter Sandman and him drinking beer. So you, you I need to send you this link thus far. There's this guy on eBay that you can type in on his eBay store, a wrestler, and he will have a compilation of their best matches. Oh, and it'll wow. be like 10 DVDs of their greatest matches. Wow. Like I bought a juice and juice and thunder liger one. And I think it was 16 DVDs and it's, this DVD is every match he ever had with Brian Pillman, wow. like, and it's stuff like that. And I just bought um the best of Doctor Death Steve Williams because <laughs> yes. I really want like some good eighties studio yeah. wrestling. And so that was like one of the deals. Like right now, I'm watching the Great Kabuki versus Ric Flair on my wow. TV up here. So
2: that's but, awesome.
1: But like it, it's it's like that. He's got. I think he's got six different volumes of like Hulk Hogan where it's like every volume is 10 discs and it's like 60 Jeez. discs total. And one will be, or two volumes will be entire runs of him in new Japan wow. or, you know, stuff like that. So I need to send that to you.
0: Cause I think yeah, you're, please. you're the type of guy that would appreciate this guy. Yeah. It's like, I, I was too young to tape
2: trade yes
0: but uh, like i that's something if i could go back in time and alter reality i would be old enough to tape trade during the attitude era just to like have stuff like that like hey like here, here's an ecw pay-per-view hey do you have the king of the death match tournament with terry funk and cactus jack in it or you know hey do you do you have any of hulk hogan's stuff from japan it's just like Here's a here's a months of all Japan tapings like yeah like where where else can you get that? It'd be one th- like if it was easily accessible like through a streaming service, take my money. Like I oh, will yeah. gladly do it that way. Like I love Peacock, I love the WWE Network a lot better, mm-hmm. but at the same time, it's like I think we all do. When <laughs> when you know how the original broadcast is, like WrestleMania seventeen, Limp Biscuit My Way. If you watch the official DVD and you watch the official VHS, it's dubbed out like you get you get it for like the, hey, welcome to WrestleMania. And it's like playing softly in the background. But then you watch the rock Austin my way video package. And it's, you know, just some generic WWE instrumental. And it's like, (laughs) it's still great. Like, it's awesome, but it's not the same. Right.
2: I just remember, like, on my birthday, I wanted to go and watch um, Matt and Brian's um, WrestleMania 35 win. And I went and they took off all the pre-show matches. Yep. So I had to go and buy the Blu-ray just to watch the match, Mm -hmm. you know, just to to watch something that used to be on there. You know, it's crazy. I
1: I saw the, the WrestleMania in Dallas this year's DVD the other day. And I told my wife, I was like, we need to buy that just because we were there. And like one day, some of this stuff just won't be on the network yeah. because they'll decide, oh, well, uh, you know, Austin Theory did this. So we don't have him on this show anymore. Like, you know, whatever. So I was just using
0: that name. I couldn't think of anybody. Yeah. Else. But but it is one of those things to where it's like having the original broadcast versions of and this goes for, you know, outside of wrestling, too, is like you're going to lose it like with HBO. And this is getting way off topic, but with like HBO Max and Warner, there's like this big clash of, hey, they're they're scrapping and canceling shows left and right. And there are a lot of shows that were, it was original content or they bought the entitled rights. And they're like, yeah, hey, we're not doing a physical release. It's not going to be available for streaming anywhere else. We're using it as a tax write off. We own the rights. You will never see this again once it's taken off. And so, like, I was looking at a thread on Twitter of this person who's like a cartoon historian, and they're like, hey, here's all these like vintage Cartoon Network shows that, unless you have a physical release from, you know, the early 2000s or the 90s, you're never going to see this again in like six months. And so, it's like kind of scary that, you know, history in a sense could just be erased like that
2: sure it's like all those um the power ranger i remember the power ranger uh seasons Uh, they have like you know those first three seasons on there and then you have like a huge gap and then you have like some of the disney ones or netflix ones or whatever like (laughs) later on and it's like i was planning on watching them all from the beginning you know yeah nostalgia and you can't right now and who knows what saban's gonna do you know yeah
1: The other day, I literally started watching Mighty Morphin Power Rangers on Netflix, and I was like, oh, yeah, they've got every season on here. I'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And I'm to the point where they uh, lose their powers as the ninjas and the alien rangers take over. It's gone. It's not there. There's nothing. It ends when they it ends when they become children. And then, like, you can watch Ninja Steel, which was like three (laughs) years ago. (laughs) Right. Mm hmm. I was like, no, (laughs) and then I'm looking and it's nowhere. You cannot watch it anywhere on the internet. Hey, physical media forever, baby. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, we went on a lot of tangents, but it's been fun. It's been a it's been a (laughs) no. Don't be sorry. This is good. This This is is what we like to do. This is a wrestling podcast, and everything is wrestling. Like you watch Power Rangers, it's wrestling. Mm-hmm. You got the you got the heel getting heat early on. The baby faces are down and out. They get that uh they get that light spot there in the middle where you think yeah. they're getting ready to win, but then the heel takes over and gets more heat, and then they overcome at the end. That's impressive. Hey,
0: real know? American plays in the Megazord forms, like it's it's awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> hey, All tell- of a sudden the Megazord has a Hulkamania shirt on hey, for tell- some reason. You don't want to see a Megazord hit the big boot, cup the ear, and then drop the leg, brother. bro i i would love that i want to see
1: like someone do a youtube series where it's like they they know their stuff on cgi but they just do wrestling matches with like godzilla and the dragonzord
0: yeah like (laughs) hey ultraman baby
1: and he's putting him up (laughs) for the steiner recliner (laughs) (laughs) oh my god As far it's been really, it's been really fun. Do you have anything you want to plug before we head out of here?
2: Yeah, sure. Um, So um, I have a, you know, in case you didn't know, I had a podcast, Major World Order with uh, Billy Peck and uh, Jake Wyatt. We, uh, we also have a Patreon, Um, Mm. you know, I think it's, I can't for the life of me remember the prices, but you know, you get some kind of content that, you know, we don't release normally (laughs) um, and uh, we also have a YouTube channel with unboxings and such, but you can find Major World Order on, on any uh, platform for, for streaming. But other than that, I, I appreciate you guys having me on. I'd love to do this again anytime you want. and we'll Talk horror movies and Power Rangers anytime you want. <laughs> so
0: on that note, oh, baby. coming up the week of Halloween, we this is a longstanding tradition. We are going to do our... Halloween Havoc Spooktacular episode. Talk all things Halloween and wrestling. So here's a little teaser I'm gonna play. Husbar, we want you on that episode. We're gonna we're encouraging those that are gonna get on the stream with us to pull up because it's on Peacock. We're gonna be live zombies. We're gonna be live. So here's just a little teaser of some things that might come up.
1: One, two gangrels coming for you. Three, four, you better lock your door. Five, six, it doesn't matter if you grab a crucifix because when I get a hold of you, I'm going to drain your blood and I'm going to take your soul and you will be mine for eternity, (laughs) i love that he's cutting a promo in a podcast studio yeah (laughs) so we're
0: you know we're going to talk about gangrel. we're going to talk about horror movies it's going to be great that is coming up in just a couple of weeks because if you're listening to this episode on release day it's october 4th so we are three four weeks away from that as far if you're not doing anything that night what's the date October
1: thirtieth, we will be live. It's a Sunday night. It's the night before Halloween. It is all Hallow's Eve Eve, and uh, we're going to be here with the with the Halloween Spooktacular. So you see that
2: blank spot on my calendar? Oh baby, blank spot. Oh baby. All right, we're going
0: to advertise it. Halloween Spooktacular. The night Husfar came home.
2: (laughs) The night (laughs) Husfar came home. There we go. It's not. It's it's now not a blank spot.
1: There, we, there go. we go. There, there we, we go. go. So we we really appreciate you coming on. It's been a really, it's been really fun. You know, I I always mark out to talk core movie stuff because like, you know, I don't get a lot of people around here that just want to talk about like horror movies and s- spooky stuff. And like I was talking, Landon knows this guy Chandler. He's our, our one, he was our one and only Patreon for a long time. He was the only Patreon member for us but uh, for a long time, but he uh, can't stand horror movies. And I was trying to tell him, like, you have to go see the new Halloween. Like, it's going to be so good. And he's like, no, dude, that's going to freak me out. I'm like, (laughs) bro, like... It'll be worth it. It's worth it. I just sent you a super bloody wrestling match. And he's like, yeah, but that's different. I'm like, no, it's not. It's the same. It is the exact same thing. So...
2: I, I, anytime, I'm always I, down
1: I love it. talking that. So yeah. we're, we're glad that you now I know why you and Billy Peck are such good friends. Huh? Hey, oh, yeah. Dude, man, we got to get Billy back on for that. Yeah. We might have to have both of you on for the Halloween uh, Havoc. So that would Let's be that would be a lot of fun.
0: We'll have you guys fantasy book a five on five. Horror movie icon survivor series match. Oh, oh bro. God, oh, that's a good that's I'm a am already one. pulling
2: them up in my head now. Like, I have have got my team.
1: We will do the best of seven Michael Myers versus Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Who wins be the like rubber just match? All the
2: Jasons versus all the Michaels. Oh, yes. bro.
1: <laughs> and now, and up next, we have George Wilbur. Um. <laughs> up next we have the doctor from halloween
0: 3 right, there you go <laughs> just get them all going
2: jamie lloyd
0: <laughs> oh, that's what i'm saying like jamie lloyd and it's
1: funny because she ended up being one of my crushes in high school danielle harris i love jamie lloyd series and then like when i found out she played annie bracket in the rob zombie yes. ones i was like oh my gosh like I'm I'm in love right now, so, <laughs> but once again, thank you so much. Thank you. Uh, we're we're really excited, and we're really excited to have you back now for Halloween Havoc. For those people listening at home, BrotherFest, Halloween Havoc, the Halloween Spooktacular, Husvar will be
0: on the stream, and uh, we're gonna. Have and some you know that night, and you know if we're talking about that, just. A few weeks after is episode 100. We're going to be live. We've got the Hall of Fame with two live inductions that night. We're going to be dressed up. It's going to be great. So here's how it's going to work. You're going to have our live Halloween episode. You're going to have a normal week of release. And then that third week, another live show. So it's going to be great. It's going to be crazy. It's going to be fun. Well. Let's not play down episode ninety nine. That is no. going to be the RadoCon
1: recap, like with this is some special guest episodes. three weeks. It's a stack three weeks if you're a Brothers and Kayfabe listener. So we we want to have everybody listen to the especially those weeks are going to be great. Um, Landon, before we head out, do you have anything you want to plug?
0: I don't. Other than if you want, you know, talking about physical media and all the benefits if you want a mystery grab bag you're going to get some great stuff what I do with these is I pick your brain figure out what you like and then I kind of cater what goes into that to that because if you're like hey I hate this kind of wrestling okay then I'm going to avoid that but I'm going to put some stuff that might branch you out a little bit so for $25 I will hook you up I'm just saying if you want some original ECW you want some Smoky Mountain (sighs) You want to see Carlos Colon and Abdullah the Butcher give each other Hep C, Like, let me know. Oh. I will take care of you. And, you know, a lot
1: of people are seeing uh, a Mattel Creations box enter their house that has two characters from a late 80s WWF film named No Holds Barred. I'm not saying that we have a copy of it, but you might just Ooh. call us anyway. Ho, ho,
0: ho. So... <laughs> what's that smell um it's the brothers in kayfabe (laughs) (laughs) the only
1: thing we have to i have to plug is uh empire pro wrestling um injustice is out right now you can see one kinzer keel grab a new member of keel enterprises one kane carter aka Mr. A W Dark for one night whenever he faced Bear Country. But he is now part of Keel Enterprises as well as the entire tag team KOA with Devian Black. If you haven't seen these two, go out of your way to see these two guys wrestle. They're insane. They're going to be huge names. Remember Kane Carter, Devian Black. They're going to be big. Go to Pro Wrestling Tees, type in Kinzer Keel, get you a I'm a Kinzer Keel guy t shirt. I'm a Kinzer Keel girl T-shirt soon to be coming, um, as well as the Daddy section T-shirt. There ain't no baddies here. There's just daddies.
0: Hey, because I'm gonna be a dad now. Yeah, you need one. You need I one do. since you're gonna be a
1: dad now. <laughs> I'm gonna start we, the father section. The father, the honorable father section. Oh, That's Landon's <laughs> section. But uh, we really appreciate everyone uh, listening tonight. And we always end every episode with something that all professional wrestling fans love to do, especially whenever they're Ghostbusters. We need a little too sweet sweet for life. Thanks, guys. (laughs)